What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Ease.com for regular discounts and price drops. $20 off your first delivery. E-A-Z-E.com. Promo code HAM. Promo code HAM. Warriors got 25 games left. Thursday night, they play the Kings. In my in the ideal world, for me, the Kings are the 8 seed, and the Lakers somehow get the 7, which if you, anyone that's looked at the standings, like it's it's pretty uh, pretty crowded. It's not out of the realm of possibility with LeBron back that the Lakers could just do enough. They're they're basically two games back at the gate spot. The season ended today, the Clippers and the Warriors would play. Kings are nine and the Lakers are ten. Uh but I'd love to see both those teams in. And I'd love Kings Warriors first round would be awesome. I don't know the I don't know if that's what the rest of the world wants, but that's what you and I want. Yeah, I think the NBA definitely wants LeBron in the playoffs. I'd like him he, to get the seven, you know? To not to not have LeBron in the playoffs is a problem. Yeah, but when you only got twenty five games left, they are three games behind the Clippers. Three games in twenty five means you need to go fifteen and ten, and they got to go eleven and fourteen to make up four. So just think about if they just stay five hundred, you have to basically go like eighteen and eight or eighteen and seven. You know, that's what I. It sounds a lot easier than it actually is in reality, right? Because if you lose, they lose. If you win, they win. It's just so easy to hold serve for a given week. Or even if you have a two-week stretch, you may only make up one game. Even the two games on the Kings is kind of a lot. So that means if you go 15-10 and 10 these last 25 games, you need them to make up three games to go 12-13. and 13. So they have to play under 500 basketball when they've been an over 500 basketball all season. And you play them once. So if they, you have to win that game, right? Because that's a huge swing. 
that's a two game swing in one game if you lose to them or they or you can make it up if you beat them now if they had four games remaining let's say they hadn't played you'd clearly go yeah the kings aren't just going to beat lebron but it's just one I'm not going to bet against LeBron. I'm with you. I personally am hoping for the Lakers' demise, not making the playoffs. I would love to see LeBron and Clutch humbled a little bit. To me, the Clippers have kind of, I mean, they traded their best player. But they've still hung around. Like, they've they've fluctuated between, like, three, four, five, four, three games over 500. Like, they've kind of just maintained just average basketball. What number do you think gets you in? 45? Yeah, we've talked about this. I mean... What, how many uh, – I closed out the standings. How many wins does do the Clippers have right now? 32. Yeah, so 45 probably. Just snapshot of the Kings' schedule. Warriors at Oklahoma City, Milwaukee, the Clippers, Boston, Boston, Philly, Brooklyn is actually not bad. The Lakers, Houston, San Antonio, Houston, Utah. I mean, they – not ideal. They got some tough games left. Yeah, here's what the uh, let's see the Lakers here. Uh, the so Warriors. I heard, the, I, I heard Windhorse say their schedule is pretty fucking hard. Well, I know the Warriors schedule and like they've got 25 games left. Like the 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 back end of the 25 are pretty favorable, but the front end is actually they play. I think the Warriors play the Rockets twice, one of them on the road, and still play at Oklahoma City. Here's the Lakers. Uh Houston, New Orleans. They're at Lakers are at New Orleans on Saturday, John. <laughs> and then they play New Orleans at home the following like a week from Wednesday, from today. They're at New Orleans on Saturday. Danny Ferry doesn't want to play Anthony Davis anymore. Um at Memphis, Milwaukee, Phoenix, Clips, Nugs, Celts, Bulls, Raps, Pistons. Yeah, I mean it's and a lot of losable, a lot of road games at Utah, at the Pelicans again, at OKC. They play the Warriors. Yeah, but I, like, I don't know. I see some wins on this schedule for the Lakers. I, I do too. God, they play at New Orleans. Is that a? That's not a national TV game, is it? It's no, not the it's Saturday not even, night. It's game. not even on. It's not even on TV. No, I was hoping that was the Saturday night game. It's probably uh, King Suns. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm rooting for it, but I. I'd be a. Li- I'll still be surprised if the Lakers don't get in. When so, do you remember like when we were grow up, growing up in Davis, and when the Kings were good? Did you? I moved to Davis. Uh, I became a Kings fan when I moved there in ninth grade. So I don't remember. Like to me, you came from, in ninth grade. Yeah, well, the summer before ninth grade. You go to Emerson. Yeah, you knew that. Come on, you knew that. No, I knew. Well, clearly, you didn't go to Holmes. So yeah, two junior highs in Davis. People, one high school. Um. But so I like people are bringing up players from the '90s. Like it doesn't really resonate with me. Like I was like a Suns fan in those days. Well, the team the team sucked. They had one. They had Mitch Richmond. But I mean, was I'm were the Warriors? A, but I mean Warriors. Like were the Warriors? Or, did you think of the Warriors? When you were, no, that guy. Yeah, I I it felt like the Warriors were more relevant. Right. So like this has become a thing more lately. The Warriors traded their best player. World. The Warriors traded their best player, or maybe signed as a free agent. Like he was on the Kings in Mitch Richmond. Yeah, you know, like Tim Hardaway, long gone, was on the Heat. The Warriors sucked. Oh, the Saturday night ABC game is uh, Rockets Warriors. Makes sense. I, I, I'm a little rocketed that, to be honest with you. Um, but uh, I, but but now it's become fun. 
I, I mean, it's become pretty fun because the king, like those, those. There would have been games. a rivalry guy. They're just they've always been bad, basically at the same time. And in the times they've been good, the other team's been bad. Kings Warriors are lit, John. Because I know. Kings I, I, fans, I, I, I want it. Yeah. Kings fans take those games seriously, and that that arena I, I, when it's in when it's in sack is just. Well, it's I, always I saw, been awesome, but I saw Bill Simmons say it'd be one of the better four-one series in recent memory because it would be an entertaining four or five-game series because the Kings would play their fucking eight, ass eight, off. Eight-one series. I mean four-one, like the Warriors would win the series four-to-one, oh, or oh. like maybe the Kings would get a game, but it would just all four the sweep. It'd just be a good sweep. I, I don't want to watch the Lakers sweep. I, I just I'm LeBron well, now. See, that's why I want the Lakers to get to seven, play the Nuggets. Are you lebron out? Well, I mean, yes, but if given the choice between having him and not having him in the playoffs, I would choose to have him in the playoffs. What if it meant the Kings? That's a tough one. I mean, I want to see that series, but if not, if the Kings were the seven and they're not playing the Warriors, I'm not as entertained by it. I, I, I was listening to a Windhorse podcast, and he was saying he was at All-Star break. And he went a day early because all the young guys get there early to get ready to like do community stuff before they play in that uh, Friday night stars, you know, sophomores versus freshmen or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. And he's like, the crazy thing about the Kings is they had four guys there. They had Fox, they had Bagley, they had Bogdanovich, and Buddy was there for the three point contest. Yeah. And he's like, sometimes you get just when you're constantly interviewing LeBron or guys like that, they, they don't don't get too high, don't get too low. They're not excited. He's like, it's, it was cool to see this franchise that had been dead. All four of these guys are super fucking hungry. And I think he's like, you talk to people in the league. I mean, Fox is a legitimate star. Yeah. Bagley is a freak. Bogdanovich, I mean, is an unreal backup. And Buddy is, I mean, is fucking pretty good in this day and age in the NBA. So they are – it's not fake. Like, they are equipped to me to not go away. Now, they're young, and that's why these games may get difficult. But they are clearly pretty talented. Like, it's not f- – because that's what Windhorse was saying. A lot of people in the league, and just any basketball fan, when they started, you know, 17 and 12 or whatever they're – you know, the first 40 games. Yeah. They're 20 and 17. You're like, this isn't sustainable. And then you keep watching them. You're like, fuck. And you're looking because around the you- league going, why not? Well, because they play hard and – their dudes actually are blue chippers. Like they've hit on back to back top five picks. Yeah. Turns turns out Vladdy's not gonna have to resign probably. Well, you know what else it turns out, guy? Is that Fox is just better than Lonzo. Yeah. There's not a GM in the league that would have taken that would take now Fox or Lonzo over Fox. Right. And we kind of knew that. Remember when they played at UCLA in the Sweet Sixteen, Fox took it to him. And then he said he was dodging him in the summer league. <laughs> and then it's just Fox is a better player. Yep. He's remarkable. And he's and he's taking pride in being in sack. I think sometimes, and Fox will, I mean, Steph's going to go down as probably the second best point guard ever. But Steph took a lot early in his career, just, I know he didn't want to come here at first, but then he started taking pride in being a warrior and being the guy. Like, there is something to be said about that when a franchise needs to be turned around. And there's nothing like, to me, when your team drafts the guy. Like, it's going to be cool if, if I'm a Knicks fan and Kevin and Kyrie shows up. But, God. I mean, no. Steph, Steph is this city's guy. Uh, that, that's the one thing, like, say what you want. Jimmy Garoppolo, if he wins a Super Bowl, and he'll be a legend around here, but it'll never be 
Like the one thing but I will Joey say this. I, Steve, it's I, a little different. I will say this. I think the difference between Jimmy and like your guy who started somewhere else is to me it's not about so much where you got drafted. It's about where did you become a star. And like Jimmy's not a star yet, right? In terms of production. Yeah. So I think he would get treated like air quotes our guy. But there's no doubt. There is a difference between when you've like the the Kevin thing is just Kevin it sucks for him. He can never be to Warriors fans what Steph and Clay and Draymond are. It just it it can't happen. But but uh, neither can Livingston or Iguodala. And those although it does feel it. like Paul George has become the Oklahoma City what Kevin was. That's the crazy. But you know why? Because he had a chance to go to L.A. and, and they're used him. to getting kind of sp- they just got spurned, and he stayed. That's kind of, that's well, it, really the crazy part. Think about how long we talked about Paul George to L.A. and then they got LeBron and we we're like, duh. That's one of the crazier stories, I think, the last year and a half in the NBA that is not really something that gets talked about. The guy didn't even didn't even give him a meeting. Like, yeah, what he's a from disaster. Southern California. I know. It was an absolute disaster. Because I heard Russillo said on the Simmons pod the other day, he's like, get ready. I predict – no, it was Simmons that said it. In the next week and a half, there's going to be a story where somebody writes, LeBron's a little disappointed in Magic and Palenka. Like, he thought they are going to put a better team around him. So I'm, I'm rubbing my hands together right now waiting for that story. Well, I, I also thought when Simmons on that podcast said that uh, – I'm just seeing watching Coward, the ticker came across. Yeah. The Cavaliers are 12 – the Knicks are 11 and 47. Jesus. How bad are – I didn't realize these records were this bad. But when this when Simmons says that he heard some scuttlebutt and buzz that Dolan's thinking about selling, you start putting the pieces together that – if you're Kevin Durant in his camp, it's much easier to justify going there if you know that clown's not going to be there. Him and Kyrie are like, this guy's selling. That's why we're going. But if you're right? if you're James Dolan, you're selling at the time these guys are coming? Forget that. Well, I think you need that out there to get those guys involved. So it's starting so to – like to me, you start putting the pieces together. It makes sense, doesn't it? Like that – he didn't just randomly hear that. Think who he's had on his podcast six times. He's tight with Rich Kleiman. Like it, it starts to make sense. Because it's easy to justify if you're Kevin, I'm not going there and playing for this clown. It's just, look at this. But it's like, hey, guys, he's selling. You're like, okay. Can Rich get a piece? Can I get a piece? Ownership deal in the in this free agency contract? So I... If you're Kevin, can you get a piece of the team in the deal? Yeah, I mean, he wants to. I'm sure. I don't, think, I don't think that's allowed, but... No, I don't think it is either. Do you, I mean, do you think... Are we on the last 25 games, the last playoff run in Kevin Durant's Warriors career? I think we are. Do you? Do you know what's – I, I do, do you, too. Yeah. And do you know what's kind of – It's you see this word a lot on Twitter. Like, you're normalizing whatever. This has kind of become normalized in the vernacular around here where it's not Oklahoma City, though they talked about him leaving or going forever, you still thought, like, he's going to stay. He's going to stay. He's going to stay. This one is like, yeah, he's probably going to leave. <laughs> I, I think that's just kind of been on the, the a talking point now for 12-plus months that it's going to be like, whatever. Not and Again, it's from a, just a basketball standpoint, you never, ever, ever want to lose this guy. But it'll be interesting to watch, like, what do the Warriors do? Because you know their owner is just not cool with the guy just leaving. <laughs> you know, yeah. They're not just going to bump up fucking Patrick McCaw 2.0 playing his position. They're going to try to do something. I don't really know what they could do, but 
plan ahead for Giannis. Did you see that Marcus Thompson article? Well, yeah, he told me he was going to write it. Did he think I, I didn't read it? Did he just think there's a legit chance that he's coming here? Well, just like that's going to be the next target. It's like in 2021, you know, you'll have to somebody will have to like you can't afford all four of them. So it probably happens at the expense of Draymond. But that Giannis makes like that it makes sense to turn their attention from Anthony Davis to Giannis. Well, it doesn't feel like the the Anthony Davis he is not coming here. Yeah, but I just mean like that Giannis is actually you'd rather have him. It's kind of like and which to me my reaction is like isn't it kind of crazy how a couple years ago it was like Anthony Davis like there is nobody you like when it comes time like you will do anything for him. It's like ah, now here we are a year and a half later. It's like eh, I'd rather have Giannis. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's just the way the NBA works. But just that there's a star of that that there's another guy that good in a smaller market. He's pretty good. He can't really even shoot yet. Think about his jump shots. He can fucking dunk, though. I'll give him that. Yeah. Do you think it mattered that Steph's bounce alley oop was over Kevin? I think Kevin just happened to be there. Well, I know. I I don't think he did it to do it over Kevin, but do you think Kevin was personally offended that it happened to him? Really, nothing. It happened to him. He was just standing there, but it did go over his head. Like, that doesn't feel good. One thing that's never come out, and I don't think it will because Steph has too good of relationships with the Marxes and the athletic guys, and they don't want to, no point in saying this, but I do think it's pretty clear that it's true, is that Kevin's jealousy of Steph is high. Like, all Kevin's ever wanted was Steph. The adulation slash everyone's like, oh, yeah, he's the best ever. You know, just no one ever says he's the best ever. And Kevin Durant clearly is one of the great players we've ever seen. Yet no one says that. If anything, because of social media, most people go the other way. Like, yeah, you good, but you just a snake dog, you know. And that that drives him off the fucking wall. And no one, people are like, oh, Steph's celebrations are corny. Like, what's the worst thing anyone says about Steph? Because even the haters, and I get a lot, like my buddies in the NFL that love the NBA, often tweet me like, God, I, Steph wears me out, but Jesus, he's good. You know, that's the one thing at the end of the day people always come back to. He's even though he's not really more unique than Kevin, people just, even if you're not a big Steph guy because you think he's a showboat or whatever, you just like him more than Kevin. Kevin's, uh, like, Q rating is, and it, part of it is him constantly fighting for it, is not as high as you'd think for a guy that's as good as he is. Well, the other thing is just, yeah, mid- and mid-range jumpers don't fire people up the same way that... But I don't even think it's that. I think it's the... His Q rating at OKC was really high. I think everyone was like, this guy's a motherfucker. Like, Jesus. Right. And then he left. And this is, Kevin, you left for the Warriors. That was part of it. Like, at the end of the day, LeBron left to the Heat. The Heat had been terrible. Like, he, he got crushed more the way he handled it than the team he went to, right? And then even when he went back to Cle- no one ever crushed him for the moot to the team. He didn't join a superpower. He created it. But, like, like Kevin... Bro, you signed up for these guys that were already kicking ass and that owned the league. <laughs> so I don't know if he ever quite shakes that. And maybe I, that's where I know or maybe that's where he knows that he'll get a lot of credit and be like, this guy's going to save New York. The whole city would be at his like beck and call. But, John, Kyrie would be a bigger star if they were together there. And they'd have Zion. Like Kyrie is the guy that gets Kyrie's the guy that crosses people over and is always out there laughing and like I think yeah, Kyrie Kev, would be the but biggest. But Kevin's star. your best player. 
I, I'm just saying, like, isn't he the best player here? I just think Kyrie still the, would be. I think Kyrie would get more. Doesn't Kyrie just feel New York? Like, Kyrie's not intimidated by anybody. Well, he's, I think he's from Jersey. Yeah, that? exactly. You're going to go to Kyrie's hometown and be the bigger star? I think you just view you're the better player. Yeah, well, I mean, you're going to be the better player almost everywhere. You're He's amazing. Is it crazy to say that if somehow they end up with the number one overall pick, and they get Kevin and Kyrie and Zion, that Kevin would be the third. Just, I mean, Zion would be the highlight player. Right. That's what I'm saying. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.